podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Thursday the 13th of October. Mo Salah scored the fastest ever Champions League hat-trick as Liverpool thrashed Glasgow Rangers 7-1 at Ibrox. Salah came off the bench to score three goals in six minutes and condemn Rangers to an early Champions League exit. Rangers are bottom of their group with zero points and a goal difference of minus 15. With two games remaining, they're well on track to record the worst ever group stage return in Champions League history, an accolade currently held by Dinamo Zagreb in 2011. Liverpool, on the other hand, seemed back to their old selves and will look to take that form into the weekend's game against Man City. Tottenham have gone top of their group after a 3-2 home win against Eintracht Frankfurt. Spurs didn't make it easy for themselves as they went to goal down early on after an Eric Dyer error, but came storming back thanks to two goals from Hyung Min Son and one from Harry Kane. Boss Antonio Conte was relieved his team got the result, but warned against complacency. He said, We have to stay focused until the end. We scored good goals. We suffered. We had to try to handle the situation. We had to stay in the game. We must take a lesson from this. Barcelona are on the verge of a surprise early exit from the Champions League. They drew 3 all in a pulsating game with Inter Milan at the camp now and probably should have lost the game in the 94th minute after Inter missed a gilt-edge opportunity. After a summer of lever pulling, it seems Barcelona's gamble on short-term success could already be backfiring. They need to avoid defeat to Bayern Munich in two weeks' time to give themselves any chance of going through to the next round. And in tonight's games, Arsenal travel to Bodo Glimt in the early kickoff. Man United face Ammonia Nicosia at 8 o'clock. And West Ham continue their Conference League campaign at home to Anderlecht at the same time. Those are your headlines. Let's start with Rangers Liverpool then. Liverpool back to their best. Here's Alfie Brown, friend of the podcast, comedian and Liverpool fan. OMG, no way. You play Salah through the centre and he scores three goals in six minutes. Oh my God, wow, what a surprise. Um, so... I've read Pep Linder's book, Intensity, in which he extols the virtue of uh, playing Salah as a sort of wide playmaker. And I've uh, just put in the recycling. Um, uh, No, uh, of course not. But no, it was was good to see Salah through the centre. It was nice to see Darwin uh, finish well. It's nice to see Bobby Firmino having an... A really great time. Uh, I love him. I adore him. Uh, you can't take too much uh, from it. I think, you know, uh, the confidence stores and the energy stores of Rangers were depleted by the end. Uh, and we took advantage of that. Uh, you know, we'll learn a lot more on Sunday. But I, I mean, as a, as a, as a, as a, in terms of my viewing pleasure, I much, much preferred it uh, to what's been going on uh, recently. Uh, but... Uh, you know, it, I like I like the four four two. It seemed interesting, and but we are trying to build the plane as it's flying, uh, and that is riskier than the alternative. That was Alfie Brown, Liverpool fan and comedian. Spurs got a good result last night. Didn't do it in the way they might have wanted. They made it a lot more edgy and nerve-wracking than they should have done. Here's Theo Delaney from The Spurs Show. Well, what an extraordinary game that was. A really alarming ending, a pretty alarming beginning, and a fantastic big middle section where Spurs looked back to their best. Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt opened the scoring uh, after a classic dire error in defence after 14 minutes. Dyer has been playing so well, rightly back in the England squad, likely to start, I think, for England at the World Cup if he stays fit. But he still 
pretty much every single game will give the ball away close to goal at least, well, usually just once. And he did it again with a very, very poor touch and some uh, pretty clever quick thinking uh, by the Frankfurt forwards resulted in Kamada scoring on the 14th minute and Spurs took a while to recover from that blow. I say a while, five minutes or so. They weren't looking great. They looked like they were slightly dazed when suddenly the old Kane-Son axis came into play and Kane, classic Kane through ball to Son and a classic Son finish as he bore down on goal and everything suddenly seemed all right again and it seemed even better another eight minutes later there was a penalty, clear penalty shout had to go to VAR but it was an obvious penalty and Kane dispatched it with his usual aplomb second half uh, or rather before the end of the first half we were, we scored a third uh, Son smashing home a beautiful volley uh, brilliantly executed from just inside the area and and it was great the good times were back we were winning well and playing well and that continued in the second half um, and then they got a red card the Germans uh, they were quite robust in their tackling generally, and there was a second yellow uh, for Silver Mello. And so things were looking, you know, easy for Spurs. So much so that, Son, uh, that uh, Conte made a lot of changes uh, with a view to resting players and giving other players some game time. We saw Brian Hill, who, who, who you know, played quite a nice little cameo. We saw Skip and Basuma. And uh, others, and, 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 but then unfortunately that made the team suddenly a bit disjointed. Frankfurt regained some confidence and they scored late on to make it 3-2 despite only having 10 men. And suddenly there was an element of hanging on. Then Harry Kane missed a penalty. It was all happening. Harry Kane missing a penalty, a bit of a collector's item. He smashed it over the bar, Chris Waddle style. And uh, there was a, just a slightly nervy ending where we thought, God, can you imagine if we, if, we, if we gave up the three points to 10 men having been 3-1 up, the psychological blow, never mind the points blow, would have been considerable. But we did, we did uh, hang on and we won 3-2. So lots to like, uh, lots to worry about if you're of that uh, inclination. I, I'm going to... I'm just going to put it down to uh, a little bit of over-complacency on everyone's part, including the manager at the end there. And we move on. We've won two games uh, in a week now, and we off to, we're off to uh, back, back to the Premier League on Saturday against Everton, which will be a good game. We go into it on form um, and looking pretty decent. Theo Delaney from the Life Goals podcast signing off. Uh, Tottenham 3, Eintracht Frankfurt 2 in the Champions League. Cheers. That was Theo Delaney from the Spurs Show podcast. Excellent podcast. Check it out if you're a Spurs fan. Theo also has a podcast called Life Goals, which is well worth checking out as well. Finally then, Barcelona, they could have gone out last night. After that summer of incredible spending, of incredible borrowing, of putting the club's financial future into doubt, all based on short-term success, bringing in these players who are top-class players, no doubt, but they're not they're not young players, a lot of these guys. Lewandowski, for example, they've broken the bank for him and, and he's you know in his mid-30s. They're gambling with the future of the club for short-term success. They thought they were going to have a shot at the Champions League this year or next. They may still get it this year, but it's not looking likely at the moment. Had Inter Milan beaten them last night, they'd have been out already. They now have to hope in the next two games they uh, avoid defeat against Bayern Munich, which I think is going to be very difficult. So we'll have to wait and see. But I think the Barcelona story is probably quite a positive one for European football in general. 
We've seen the Euro- European Super League, the failed attempt at that, and that's not gone away. That's going to come back time and time again. But we've seen that these big clubs, or the biggest clubs in Europe, are desperate to avoid competition. And so when you see teams like Barcelona going out early, or potentially going out early, I think that that is good for the sport. I mean, in the same way that I don't really hate it that much when English teams struggle in Europe at the moment, because it just shows that the Premier League isn't the only league. It might be the richest league, with the biggest wages and the most spending. The most spending by a long way, by the way. But it's football. And... You know, it's not. There's no guarantees in the sports. What makes it so great? You want it to be a much more level playing field, and this Barcelona team are indicative of the fact that yeah, you you can't you can't just buy your way into success. We can all criticize Man City. Oh, they bought their league. They they bought the league. They bought this. They bought that. You still have to be extremely well run and have a great project. You can't just throw money at it. So if Barcelona go out, oh well, I'm not going to shed a tear over that. I'd be sort of quite happy to see them play in the Europa League. Anyway. That's that rant over with. Listen, that's all we've got time for today. Um, enjoy the games tonight wherever you're watching them. Arsenal at Bodo Glimt, United against Ammonia, Nicosia and West Ham against Anderlecht. We'll be back same time tomorrow here on Whistleblowers. Sports Social Podcast Network.